and welcome back. This is Travis. This is Kareem. And this is One Hit High Points. How how are we doing today? How are we feeling? Um, we're feeling like a hit. A the, one hit. <laughs> across the hit. Anyways, so today, something that I'm actually pretty passionate about, surprise, me being passionate about something, oh my god, it's like never before heard of. Um, <laughs> so... Um, what I decided to talk about today was based off of kind of things going on in my personal life, especially with today. Um, a simple excuse me would, would suffice. Thank you. Sorry, I was looking for something. All right, me too. Um, and that's my dignity. Anyway, um, I was at work today and I was figuring like, you know, why, why are some people just so fucking mean? Like, just so fucking mean. <clears throat> and I, and I say that as like, straightforward as it could possibly be like fucking mean like i don't i don't really give a fuck if someone is having a bad day or if someone is you know used to being a certain way their whole lives like if society or not society uh if life has not humbled you enough that you cannot like just become a decent human being in society like a functional decent human being society then like fuck off because I've learned that in my in my 29 years of life, like empathy goes so far. And even though I'm probably going to sound like I'm going to contradict myself to a point making later, it's it's frustrating to be a person who's like been able to be humbled by life experiences and tragedy and to still get smile and try to break the vicious cycle of hurt people hurting other people by not partaking in, you know, the two way street of, you know, tension or, or attitude, uh, giving it's like i don't understand why some people just feel so comfortable being like nasty and do you think that they're they're actually consciously aware of what they're doing i don't care i think i think when you're a certain age you have had to have been on earth enough for someone to call it out and if you lived your whole life with no one calling it out well then you are clearly delusional because i don't think especially in today's world that you can fly with being like a nasty cunt and sorry i'm sorry we can Han, wait. What's a what's a word that goes great with this? Han. Okay, sorry. Wow. We're just experimenting with these sounds, which are ridiculous. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have used that word, but I will use it anyway. People are being nasty. C words. See you next Tuesdays. And I, you know, being the person that I am and the way I was raised, I tried my best to diffuse that kind of uh, behavior. But as a person who is a person, I still have the right to feel like annoyed and feel like I need to just not always have it bottled in and all day long for seven day, uh, days a week, you know, 30 plus days a month. I'm sitting here and I'm like always taking it in and harboring it in. And it's like at some point as an empath, you have to release what, you know, like anger and hate you're taking from other people and you're absorbing it. And yeah, but sometimes maybe you just need to let it go in one ear and not the other just because people will suck in the world. No, I try to, but I think when you see the same people over and over again, you know, in your day-to-day life, whether it's at work or like personal relationships or just people like in yeah, your it, gym or and whatever. And it's definitely it is. harder, you know, coming or, you know, like yourself working in like a more of like a, a service type oriented business where people are coming in and out that, you know, is different. Yeah. Like if it's someone that you had like relationship with, you know, like a friend or something like that, you can call them out on their, their behavior of them acting, you know, bitchy and things like that. But I guess, you know, like when it's a customer coming in, it, it's a little hard. And I think that's kind of where you're somewhat Listen, torn a little bit. Listen, if I had bit. a business 
like if I had a business like the one that I'm I'm working at or any any business for that matter, obviously this is like a podcast, so it's a different thing. But I talk to people the the tone that people give to me, I'm learning to just kind of give it right back and not even in a way that is like verbally violent or aggressive, but more in a way that kind of tries to highlight their behavior. So like if someone's talking really passive aggressively to me, I'm actually overtly nice because I want them to know that you sound like an asshole. Like you just sound like an asshole. And I want, and I want when you're an asshole and you're loud about being an asshole, I'm purposely really nice loud. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But that's the best thing you can do yeah. is just, you know, kindness kills, you know, yeah. just fight back. But I'm not with even trying kindness. to be like sarcastic with the nice. Like I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely like truly like, sorry, like empathizing, like whatever it takes. And I'm making the person look at the situation and, and how drastic it, it, it's me trying to do better or be better in something that they themselves feel like they're a clown because they're like, think about what you're getting upset over. Nothing. Yeah. But I also know. think that most of them are oblivious to it. Well, if they're oblivious, then guess what? Everyone at least in the because, gets a good because laugh. Because a lot of them, a you know, laugh. a lot of people think that they're entitled for things that they should get something. <laughs> oh, this this is gonna be fun. Yeah, I mean, listen, they got a good laugh. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's just people suck at the end of the day, and and, I, and the one thing that I've kind of learned uh, through the years is just kind of like you have to deal with that. And what I mean by is like y- you yourself have to learn how to deal with other stupidity well I and was, i was walking i was walking outside and i had to take a hit because outside because i was like at first i was like no i'm doing a great great job and not Excuse having to me. resort to what? yes i was doing a good job at now where we can't sing songs because we're, we were, we're not we have to pay for copyrights and i don't want to sing songs on here right now we make our own songs on this channel oh yeah or our podcast listen one hit hitters one hitters so what I wrote when I was outside and I thought to myself, I'm like, does doing bad things habitually make you a bad person? If we consci- consciously and habitually sacrifice our own morality to fit to general society standards, does this in turn become a trade-off for accountability? And I, and I wrote that because I thought about it and I was like, if someone lives their life without having a refined self-awareness and they're technically doing things that are not necessarily ethical or moral habitually and it's bad... <laughs> Does that make that person a bad person or does it make them, you know, circumstantially unaware? Like what makes a person a bad person? And I and I thought to myself, just because someone's maybe not aware does not mean to some degree that life has a way of showing you signs. And it's up to you as a person, as a functional person or even a, a semi-functional person to view those signs and and whether you're you're godless or not, I feel like there's still a a a human decency that's acknowledged somewhere within our consciousness that tell, tells you when you're not treating people well, or, 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 you know, like to some degree, you know, obviously if you're like on the severely mentally ill scale, like it, and you're not like necessarily able to be cognitive and all and, and ways that average yeah, you are, that's a, a different story. But I, I'm talking about people that generally are functional. They go to work, they, you know, follow a good routine or schedule, but they also have a, a habitually bad thing, whether it's a way of talking to people or a bad habit that affects other people other than themselves. And I'm talking about if someone decided to, I don't know, purposely smoke cigarettes in front of someone who always sat in this one spot and now this person's always smoking cigarettes in front of them and they don't give a hell that they want to stand in that one spot outside knowing that they can easily move to another spot that's not you know it's just like that's probably a bad yeah, but, example but that, but at some at the same time in my mind is if you're observing those two the one guy smoking and the other guy not smoking that's their problem that's not your problem and unfortunately 
the issue is coming no, is through my you. It is my problem because then when I become that person I'm referring to in a situation, I'm not saying the cigarette situation actually happened to me. I wouldn't really care. Like whatever, secondhand smoke. Yeah, it's like, a metaphor me that we're, we're using here. You know, I'm just saying like if I was the other person in the scenario where someone was being disrespectful towards me and I'm seeing it's like an immoral or unethical way of doing things, especially when it's a common courtesy based relationship. I don't know you and you don't know me. So therefore, like, I think respect should be kind of mutually given to at least a standard degree. And what makes that person a bad person if they're acknowledging it or, or are they free of being well, a bad see, person? I think that's they the key piece right it. there. If the person being affected by it is so worked up about it that I've been doing this and like, they can't be necessarily like they should just expect them. It should be that if they, ha if they, if they have an issue with it, they should speak up and say, Hey, and address the problem oh, themselves. Oh, I understand. That's what I'm saying. But but what declares a person a bad person if they habitually do bad things with where awareness versus unawareness? This is the question I'm posing. I don't know if we know that answer. I think that's kind of all left up to you know judgment at the final day. It, it, it's no. And, but and I'm what, talking and, about. I'm talking about right here, bitch. Like I'm trying to say, bitch. Like what? Why are you acting like a fucking bitch? Why are you acting like a fucking asshole? But isn't that perspective? One no. person, if you have two people observing the same person, one might say that that person's doing something rude or uncalled for. The other might say, no, that's fine. I don't find it ruder. So how do you handle a situation when it's perspective? Okay, so that's why I tried to use a cigarette example because it seemed a little bit more like that's fucked up. Like I tried to be, I tried to do something that affects someone's actual health. So that's, that objectively is considered bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why I try not to use a like social interaction necessarily because I feel like, yes, there's two sides and two perspectives to every, you know, uh, form of communication with another person. However, I think that if there's things, okay, so for example, if you know, if your best friend was getting cheated on, but you knew that if the best friend or to find out that they were getting cheated on, it would destroy the marriage and potentially the kids' like upbringing or whatever. But then at the same time, you know that you have a moral obligation to do so, and therefore you're not doing it, but you watch this person habitually do something to your friend. Do you say something or don't say something? And what declares you being bad in the situation? Like, if if objectively a person can say, well, no, they're doing the right thing by keeping the marriage together, and the other person say, no, they're actually... But that's between them. That's that's not where I would ever get involved in that okay, situation. Okay, what if it was my own sister? I wouldn't get involved. It, it, it's that it, that's that's their relationship is their relationship. And I'm not saying that this is actually happening to my sister. I'm saying just in general, if this was someone I'm relating to or someone that's directly in my circle, you're what torn if, between it, especially because you don't want to see the person. Okay, fine. If I was a cheater, if I if I cream Christopher Hazu was a cheater on you. Okay. And I did it every day and justified it every single day because I said some fucking BS uh, excuse. Would that make me a bad person? Mm, if I understand it right, as in you're withholding. Oh, wait, you cheating? Yeah. So why? Why? What makes it me a bad person in that situation? Because that's not the, 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 the definition of the relationship between the two of us. But but is it bad because I'm aware I'm 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 doing something bad or do you think it's bad because I'm unaware of me affecting you? Like, do I if I if I was aware that I was hurting you while doing it and, and, and knowing that I'd hurt you while doing it, does that make me a bad person? I think regardless of however you would feel about it, it's 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 more of the 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 opposite of how I feel about it. OK, so that's my point is exactly what you're making is that what 
what if we consciously and habitually sacrifice our own morality to fit to general society standards, which is an example I use because, you know, side bitch culture, cheating culture, open relationship culture, polyamorous relationship culture is all very standard society, you know, way of dating right now. Does this in turn become a trade-off for accountability? That's the point I'm trying to make. It's like, what makes a person a bad person? Is it only based off a specific circumstantial situation? Or is a person technically considered an uh, immoral and bad person in general because of the harm they do to others habitually? Just because something affects you, does yeah. that make them a bad... Like, for example, if someone cheated on me, do I want to think they're a bad person? Or do I want to say that But there's a difference. A if it's a third party looking in that issue is between those two other people for, and the third party is not the like is not okay is war morally leaders, accountable is war leader is one that in particular in history that murdered a lot of people would he be considered a bad person or or just a person who did bad things he's a bad person okay so he's a bad person because why he habitually killed and did bad things whether it was consciously knowing that he was being bad but i think i think the not. piece here where it gets a little difficult and shady or shady as in like a gray area, it would be more of like, what is that bad thing we're trying to classify? Killing people? Sure, you, you can classify that Killing, person. Killing, cheating, stealing, lying, seven deadly sins. Like, I mean, I can put it in a little song for you too. Wait, where's this one song? Hold on. What is this one? Yeah. Yeah, seven deadly sins. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to talk about. It's like the the things that would basically be on the moral compass or the moral scale, or the moral spectrum is if those but things that's are a, done, a larger problem right there is that, you know, we've kind of lost hold of that moral thread that ran through most of life. Because so everyone's abandoned. Wh- wh- what would you consider a bad person? Today? What would you just, what would you consider a bad person? Just whatever. What would you consider a bad person? Um, definitely like anyone that kills anyone or, okay. you know, um, rapists, you know, child molesters, you know, um, even theft, stealing, that's not yours. You know, you're, 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 you're actually putting someone down when you're doing that. You're disrespecting them, you know, like even cheaters were falling there. But, you know, if someone kind of walked up and started smoking in my face, I would be irritated, and I think that person's. A and piece they of didn't sh- care, and they and, looked at you and said, "And I, don't I think care. that person's a piece of shit." But would I classify him as a bad hitter? No, I or not a bad hitter, a bad person. I don't know him enough to make the judgment. Is kind of how that little scenario goes. So this, I'm not going to write him off. Is, there you is go. That- so you're making you're you're helping kind of like develop my point. So this is what I'm trying to bring up. This point is because we we were living a. a you know, a world of condemnation and cancel culture, right? So my frustrations with people doesn't necessarily mean that I condemn the person. It makes it it makes me feel like now it's a challenge or a mission. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I get frustrated because I'm a human and I have a right to vent out loud in the space or privacy of my own home mm-hmm. and on this podcast. But it also doesn't make me want to combat or challenge the person like in a way to win, but more like how can I help this person Break this vicious cycle of hurt people hurting others. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it it will come for your ego and your pride if you try to live this way. But I'm telling you, the the empowering feeling that you get from trying to dissuade someone from continuing that behavior and you see a growth and change every single day from the relationship mm-hmm. being like they're an asshole to you to now they have some form of respect for you. That to me is like the greatest feeling in ever in any human interaction is to, to kind of like get that mutual respect with someone, not because you demanded it, but because you... Uh, offered compassion and perspective through your empathy and then you kind of like helped heal them and maybe inspired them to in some way shape or form but you're never going to get that. to that point on someone you just met i didn't say that yeah i know that but yeah. i'm just i'm just like like further clarifying you like, fight it, right now? 
No, I, I'm not being confrontational. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to say. I will. I will fight you and your broken knees to the ground. Um, but no, you 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 have to you know get to know someone, and then you can have that conversation. If someone starts you know disrespecting or being an asshole or something like that, and then you you like you're saying you're, you're trying uh, to you know make them grow and learn. Yeah, but but again, this is also not without like limitations. Like also, you still need to follow like. Oh, wait, basic oh. common courtesy yeah and, like you still you still need to like uh, manners is, is really where i think you're getting down to is that we kind of lost touch to just being polite being holding the door if someone has stuff only, you know you can only and i'm not saying this to say that like in every single aspect of your life you must be the empath you must be the most compassionate i'm not saying that as a human being you have a right to also you know stand up for yourself and to also stand up for truth and to really not back down simply because it's easier to just like, you know, suck it up and walk away. No, sometimes it's more effective, you know, you have to learn how to differentiate, but sometimes it's more uh, effective to actually stand your ground and really speak truth and and not, not necessarily Mm -hmm. aggressively, but assertively and to really just, you know, know, know yourself and know your, you know, be confident in what you're saying and make sure what you're saying is actually obviously true. Um, and, and always go by facts because like, honestly, I always believe facts truly don't care about your feelings. And as much as I can bitch, cry and moan about certain things in my life, at the end of the day, there really is a fact. And there's also my experience, you know, and Mm -hmm. my experience may not always align with facts in terms of like, just because I feel like sometimes the role of, you know, like, and I'm not saying that victim mentality the victim mentality is not something that I'm not guilty of sometimes. Like every now and then you, you always feel like, damn it, man. Like why, why do things happen? So back to back like this, but I've gotten better so much with ridding of that victim mentality. And I think that, um, you know, the more and more we live by this victim mentality, the more and more we feel bad for ourselves. We don't grow. We don't, we don't learn. I also forgot my point because I feel like the high just kicked in, but, um, back to, back to, um, yeah, being conscious or unconscious of whether or not you're being an asshole. Does that make you a bad person? And I think it really think, goes based off the circumstance. And I don't believe in condemnation. But I do believe in, at some point, you could be declared a bad person if you don't. Just because I call you a bad person doesn't mean I I won't ever want to believe that there's hope for you or that there is growth or change that's to be had. But I what, what you I'm, do is when someone does something to you like that, and then you see them again, you kind of almost put like a barrier around yourself as in you're a little more guarded of the person because you're now subconsciously telling yourself this person did me wrong once. If I let them do it again, it's more shame on me type thing. Well, what does a parent say to the child when they do something bad, 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 or to an animal, your pet, bad, bad. You, yeah. you say bad, right? Because it's a bad thing that you want them to stop that bad habit, right? Early on. So now someone is habitually doing bad things. So like consistently every day, it's a bad habit. Now, if that person's conscious of that, I think it makes you a bad person. Mm-hmm. And if you're unconscious of it, I still think to a degree makes you a bad person. Because I do think to some degree, if you are able to be cognitive and to function and having nine to five or a job, whatever, you should fucking know if you're doing bad things habitually. Mm-hmm. And if no one's called you out before, then I feel like everyone around you is fucking either lying to you or you're just beyond delusional. Okay. And and maybe sometimes in this day and age, but actually I was gonna say being delusional is better. No, it's not. No, it's not because I feel like all of society has become delusional, and everyone. Yeah, is, a good number of them are. 
Oh my God. Can we talk? Well, we'll talk about it in another episode about how freaking divided people are on the political scale these days. I mean, I'm literally just in the middle trying to make it till tomorrow <laughs> because I see the power and, and being able to be open-minded and to always have a free mind rather than a cult or herd mentality mind. That's there's nothing more terrifying than, than this collective yeah. collective mindset, right? Where everyone believes everything that someone says simply because something's aligned with how they feel as a person or things that they agree with. So then therefore everything they say must be politically correct or spiritually correct or morally correct. The same way that some people like worship celebrities because they are so influenced by their work that even when there are controversies or things that have exposed like certain evils or, and I'll say evils, not necessarily in the, in the devil biblical way, but even in just like, how we how they treat people or whatever that stuff's overlooked simply because they're only willing to look at the cult that is that love for their celebrity and that's how i feel like woke culture has become and like puritan culture has become it's like they're both on the hyper extreme extreme spectrum and and i think people in the middle are just trying to say hey listen like to each their own but also leave like the children alone leave like highly influential children alone because neither side is technically correct at all actually like far from correct and the people in the middle are able to kind of like actually say this is right and this is wrong with a clear head because they know that it doesn't just benefit them Mm -hmm. it benefits overall society to focus and follow a moral compass while also remaining true to facts and and facts that you know advance us as a humanity as a species Mm -hmm. so um that will definitely be for another episode. I mean, I totally rambled on in this one, and I'm sorry I totally overpowered you, but I had a lot of emotions built up for today, and I needed to get this out. And I think that's why this podcast is like my therapy cast. Therapy cast. Therapy cast. All right. Um, thanks for joining. Um, have a wonderful day. Well, do you have any like, um, like have notes? Notes? Yeah. Do you have any notes to say? Any commentary to add to all of that? Um, be polite. Um, hold the door for people, you know, don't be rude, be kind of like self-aware, kind of like what we talked about before kind of goes hand in hand with this, you know, like be aware of like your surroundings and, you know, kind of, you know, if you see someone just always think of, I wonder how their day is going. And then hopefully they're doing the same thing and be a nice little conversation and, you know, go about the world, you know, one hit at a time. And one hit at a time. So yeah, those are my closing remarks for the day. Yeah, I like the closing remarks. So we got we'll see you guys on or well you'll hear us and you'll see us on the next episode. Um and don't forget, um, if you like this podcast, give us some feedback. Yeah, give us some feedback. Check Let out the Instagram or not. Um check out the Instagram. check us out on all the other streaming uh platforms that we're on. Um there should be all of them back on the bottom there. Yeah, on the bottom. <laughs> and um yeah. Stay open-minded and also stay, um... Hi. Hi. Have a great night. Bye.